Welcome to New Art Club, a podcast series by Subaculture, in which you get to know young creatives while they explore an exhibition by an established artist. This episode, we've invited visual artist Rebecca Jane Arthur to Smuck in Ghent. She visits the exhibition Why Are You Angry? by various artists from the museum's collection. She tells us about her travels that eventually led her to Belgium and the challenges in making personal art that tries to capture a memory. When I grew up, um, my mother had these really colorful stories with, you know, these crazy place names I'd never heard of. And I, and I think that's these stories were really set in contrast to the life that I had in Scotland. So I was um, born in Scotland in this uh, council housing estate. So these gray, you know, gray skies, uh, apartment buildings, you know, like these social housing blocks. Um, so everything outside, of course, it looked nothing like Honolulu or San Francisco or whatever those were things were supposed to look like. So I think these the stories of other sides of the world gave that sort of impression like that everything is possible, you know? So, and I was really into the idea of getting the hell out of there, like getting the hell out of Scotland, uh, um, out of my family home. And um, I was always into art. I mean, I, um, I liked, I saw the art, department is a bit of a refuge um, somewhere that I could go and um, yeah maybe escape like, the normal sort of societal dramas from the playground and everything you know from the Friday night <laughs> that perhaps was still being gossiped about on the Monday and I don't know like life was a bit messy but our the art department was a safe space and I, I had a cousin that was that's doing the foundation course. That's uh, like your first year of art school in England. So, um, yeah, I thought, right, I'm going to do that too. But then when I was art, at art school, there were so many people that were older than me and who'd lived abroad. And I thought, well, what am I doing here, actually? Like, you know, I'm just turning 18 at art school. I should leave immediately. And then I just didn't go back. <laughs> Hello. Hello, I'm Sophie. Nice to meet you, Rebecca. Nice to meet you too. So, welcome to the exhibition, Why Are You Angry? at Smuck Ghent. The exhibition shows pieces that were recently acquired by Smuck from uh, female artists. The question, Why Are You Angry? actually um, refers to the last work in the exhibition, which is the video piece by Rosalind Nashashibi and Lucy Scare. I am Sophie, and together with three fellow students, Julie Wijkaert, Margot Bossi, and Imong Wang, we created a mediation project for this exhibition. So we all follow the postgraduate program Curatorial Studies at KASK Gent. So for the assignment, we got the opportunity to create um, a mediation proposal for this exhibition, where SMAC only gave us the title of the exhibition and the list of artists that would participate in the exhibition. And based on this material, we chose to use emotion and emotional questions as the central theme of the exhibition. 
So along with why are you angry, we searched for other questions that were emotional, that were universal, so that everybody could relate to them in a way. Um, but also, of course, very important, those questions had to connect very well with artworks. So apart from the questions, we conducted small interviews with the artists. Um, so we hoped that we would create a more personal connection between the visitor and the artist in this way. Lastly, we wanted to construct two writing walls, which are now at the entrance of the museum. On the first wall, you can read the question, why are you angry? And in the second wall, the question, why are you happy, is posed. So we really felt like this urge to, to counterbalance this negative emotion from being angry with happy. So we want a visitor to leave the exhibition with a good feeling, especially in these times, like there's enough bad things <laughs> at the moment. First off, I started in Amsterdam. I went to Eastern Europe from, let's say, Poland down to Southern Europe to like, Greece and went over to Barcelona. I kind of fell in love with Barcelona. Then I went to Argentina, to Buenos Aires, uh, with a year open tickets, uh, and then working there. And then afterwards, I went back to Amsterdam. And then um, they, there was a drive to do something, again, creatively. Um, and I just had to sort of find my way in again. What was it going to be? Was it going to be? I didn't really know. Like, I didn't know if it should be drawing or painting or what or what. So I sort of did a basic course where you do all of the different disciplines. And then I think I was very analog. I had no clue about anything technological. Um, you know, didn't have a laptop, everything. Like, it was just a total newbie to all these things. Uh, but I sort of move towards thinking of storytelling. Like how can I translate a story I'm thinking of in terms of that thematic? Uh, how can I relate that to an audience? Um, and I opted for um, taking a sort of photography, like I made photos, analog photos, but then I, I learned how to make them move. Like, so I, which was for me insane, it was like a revelation that you could actually make something static, move in time using a, um, editing software. I made like a montage of all these analog photos and then I used the, a voice um, that's inside of the film, which came from uh, doing different recordings. Um, and getting out this story. So then I had the story and the moving image. And then I thought, wow, this is something I would really love to explore in real time, perhaps. So the next step was to pick up a video camera. So in the first room, you discover a series of five analog black and white photographs from the Belgian artist Sine van Mengsel. It is called Speekselsporen Tongstreken. And as you can see, three of the images look very similar. So they're actually the same negative with these plants and little flowers. And um, the thing that is different about them are like the very big strokes that you can see, which almost look like brush strokes or something. Actually, the artist used her tongue and she has left traces of her saliva on the pictures. Um, the other two 
photographs are called uh, spoolbot collages. This is a recurring practice in the artist's work. And um, she used test prints to make like this kind of collage-like um, artwork, where you can see like those test prints with accompanied with an occasional pair of gloves and so on. Well, <laughs> so. Um, because the artist used her tongue, um, associations with notions of intimacy are quickly made. And for this reason, we chose the question, who do you love for these artworks? I think the works that I did perhaps uh, a little bit more personal, actually, are with my father. The film that I made with him, it starts with a catalyst where I find um, a ticket from the 67. That's a, um, a concert ticket. And then we begin to discuss that. And then we continue on that journey of talking about the music that is uh, played that, that evening from the concert ticket and, and what that means. And, and that brings in a whole sort of history of modernization, of wars, of, uh, of a movement in Europe from, uh, you know, uh, uh, breaking away from the sort of notion of old Europe, um, breaking away from belief systems, uh, so this modernization. And then so you have these really big subjects coming in, but then it somehow, yeah, it circles back again to where does this knowledge come from? And that comes from someone's little space in the world, their lair, you know, their, you know, this little corner that he's built at the, the end of the, the bedroom of my mother and him, where he's uh, got all these books toppled up on top of each other and tapes recorded from the radio and they're filed away meticulously and there are little notes everywhere and there are papers everywhere. So you, you get this idea that you're entering someone's world of thought, you know? So that, for me, that's something very personal also. Yeah, it's interesting that she wanted to add saliva to Indeed. her work. Yes. No. Experiment. <laughs> it's an experiment, yeah. Also, because she licked the photographs, like you don't know what you are drawing when you're licking <laughs> the paper, because of course it's in a dark room to start with, but also you're so close to, to the paper that you can't see what you're drawing. So, well, it's only visible after the photographic material is developed. Also, um, when you lick, like when you lick your arm, for example, you can smell it and you can feel it and uh, you can taste it, but you cannot see it. So some kind of translation between the senses has occurred because now you can see it, basically. Um, and well, works like this really show the intimacy between the artist and their material. And then the visitor can have an intimate experience with the work in the museum, which is a place of intimate encounters. Just sort of it, that, that ticket, finding that ticket and, and, and talking about those things with him, they sort of like unpeeled layers that perhaps he didn't think were important to share like, because he doesn't think to talk in, in small talk or personal anecdotes or feelings. He only ever talks in references and in ideas and and there's always that distance therefore but um 
I realized with my father, for example, like in him constantly, you know, talking about the music he loves and the uh, writers he loves and et cetera, et cetera. That's him like sharing, like something really very personal to him. Like it's, uh, by him sharing his masters, he's sharing his love. And then that, like me realizing that, that's sort of given way for more personal things to come actually, because then that was a reflection that I shared with him, you know, that you, um, you only talk in references and ideas. And then he realized that he wanted to share something with me, you know, finally being aware, you know, at the end of their life that actually they should perhaps say something about their childhood, about their mother, etc. So I think that's one of my most personal works. You can see the work here, Enkel Zicht naar Zee, naar West, from the Grand Dame of the Belgian art scene, Jacqueline Mesmaker. So it is a video depicting birds at the pier of Zeebrugge, alternated with images of goldfish swimming. These two scenes are then confronted uh, with each other, and the artist um, had mentioned that she wanted to create like two layers, one above and one below the sea. So... Um, also, the colors are very beautiful. Um, in the scenes with the birds, you have this very light, more muted uh, colors, while um, in the scene with the fish, you have this bright pink, orange, blue, like very bright colors. And um, the artist has also mentioned that color plays a very big role in her practice. So, um, as you can see, the video is projected on different layers of textile, and this gives the work a very different materiality, but also it is aesthetically very pleasing, <laughs> in my opinion. So, the work has immersive qualities, transporting you from the closed museum space to um, a very dreamy seascape. I think what's also really beautiful is the echoing on the wall, actually. Mm -hmm. the, you know, the shadow of the projectors sort of projecting the light through all these different layers of like this sort of muslin linen, transparent but opaque. It creates depth and then you can see on the wall behind the, the birds are flying and I think that's really a beautiful effect. Actually this idea of like different directions and just like going around was very important for the artist as well. So she really chose like birds and fish because they are like multi-directional creatures that go like everywhere. So she literally told us that she wanted to visit her to experience a sense of freedom when looking at the work. And she hoped that the visitor could experience some kind of relief or, or traveling sensation when looking at the work. I must say, um, I was myself really, really impressed with her answers. It was very beautiful and um, because of this, I would like to tell you her answer to the last question that we asked her, which is, when do you feel free? Messmaker responded the following. For some years now, my physical condition has prevented me from experiencing that enviable feeling of freedom for which I yearn. When I'm lying in my bed, I also think to myself that what I would like to do, if possible, is sit on a bench and watch the ducks. The Jacqueline Messmaker piece. Um, 
Yeah, I thought that was, you know, that's the kind of piece where you can sit with um, for, yeah, until someone makes you move, you know? Uh, I think it's really a, a piece that you can, um, yeah, so sink into and 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 hang out with, um, uh, yeah, fly away with, uh, literally, yeah? I think also in terms of thinking about, yeah, freedom or movement, certainly these are things that I would bring up in my pieces, perhaps just in another way. They would perhaps look uh, differently. The last film I made is called uh, Liberty, an ephemeral statute. The story unfolds from the perspective of my mother, and I'm asking her to remember her sort of tentative steps out into the world where she was trying to find her place and her freedoms, etc. Um, and what I did then was I went to the US, uh, took her little address book and ideas of hers, um, and I went to see these places, like her own points of departure, and then I filmed them. Um, but then some sort of scenes become quite emblematic for that idea of searching one's freedom or arrival and entry, like the, the boat scene, like, you know, like arriving from Staten Island to Manhattan. I mean, that's really was her daily commute for a while um, because she stayed on Staten Island when she first arrived. This particular scene really looks like, you know, it, it, it's dark and it's gloomy and it's mysterious. Um, but it's also exciting because it's like, you feel like there's this notion of, you know, like uh, an immigrant coming to land, you know, in the States, which has nothing to do with reality, of course. It's just me on this free uh, free ferry, you know. Um, so that scene, I feel like it, it sort of uh, encapsulates that that person's arrival into a new reality, you know, into America, into the American dream. Um, displaying the work at SMAC actually is a reconstruction of a memory, just as the work itself is a fragment of memory. In 1979, Jan Hoed invited Jacqueline Mesmaker to participate in the exhibition Actuele Kunst in België, Inzicht Overzicht, Overzicht Inzicht in what was then the Museum of Contemporary Art in Ghent, which was located and which is now the MSK. Have you managed to let her see how the it looks in installation? Um, yes, but I wasn't there when she saw it, but um, she came to look at it and um, give her opinion on it. I can imagine for her it's the kind of place that you'd want to just stay in for a while, right? Like to go back to that work, that memory. Mm -hmm. The freedom that that brings. Yeah, when she talked about it, we also got like some kind of sadness in it because um, she said that it reminded her of friends of her leaving to like another country to live there. So, yeah, that's of course more of a sad memory, but well. <laughs> when I asked her to recall her time in the States or to think about what took her there in the first place, she quite quickly says to me, you know, like, it's, it's hard to tap into those memories because, of course, one, they were so long ago, but what 
she feels that memory is, is like this um, collection of Polaroid images or instant images. Um, but she expresses how it's sort of hard to make a coherent whole, you know? It's rather that you have just um, tableaus like, you know, and then, yeah, like Tableau Vivants, like these living memories of, of flashbacks, but, yeah, you don't know where they are placed on the timeline. And using that as a point of departure, I um, how I conveyed that in how I film in the U.S., which is lots of uh, short shots where I also have a sort of faster camera speed. So I'm also filming with the frame rate. It's, it's going to make it look more sped up when you look at it. So people would be moving a little bit quicker than reality if you look close. And then that's intertwined with moments with speaking with her as she like as she is now, where she is now, which are slow, and then they're filled on another frame rate, more natural frame rate. But then you have that real feeling of um, you know, age, <laughs> wisdom, experience. After realizing perhaps that, you know, you're chasing liberty, you know, you're chasing this dream, but perhaps what, what, what is real freedom, you know? Like, is that the escape from your family? Is that the escape from your society? Is that the escape from your religion? Is that all of those things? Or what is it to you? And I think in the film she expresses really wonderfully, like how for her, I mean, all of this was about... You know, leaving all of that behind was about finding one's freedom, but then she realized that like, she didn't want to run forever. She didn't want to continue to, you know, migrate to different countries in search of a feeling um, when she realized that, that, that she knew what she wanted all along and what she wanted was the opportunity to have an education. So, and that um, brought her home actually, to, to go into higher education. We have now reached the end of the exhibition, which is the writing wall with the question, why are you happy? Which is already full of like drawings and sentences, words, colors. I hope you enjoyed walking through the exhibition with me. And I would say, write something down, it makes you happy. Thank you very much. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the wonderful tour and all of the insights into the work. Um, and I think, yeah, it's important to have this at the end for people to release something, obviously. So why are you happy? Because I know nothing else. Because I am in this world. This car is pretty. <laughs> it's like here. <laughs> I'm not WTF. <laughs> Mm. Very much, uh, very many names also, which I really love. <laughs> people make other people happy. Mm. Freunden, strangers. <laughs> Just because. <laughs> mm. Visit the exhibition Why Are You Angry for free as a subculture member. Subculture Belgium is a community that offers a valuable platform for emerging artists and introduces them to the audience they deserve. With your Subculture membership, you dive into a world of great events and hangouts, online and offline content curated by our community, and all around the good times. Become a member and discover new music and art at subculture.be. This episode of New Art Club was produced by Sophie Steenot, mixing and sound design by Brecht Plasgaard. 
For more information on Subaculture's new art club series, follow us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, or take a look at the portrait series on our website.